Hey guys, welcome back to this weekly roundup of the podcast. I'm excited to have you here. Today, I'm going to talk about a creative process with an extreme deadline that I've finished this week. Then I want to share a really small story of my new YouTube journey and the YouTube strategy that I'm on now. And also, I want to share a really exciting story that I just experienced today on Oktoberfest. So let's jump right into this week's episode. So the first thing that I wanted to cover this week is a a story basically on a creative process that I had to really, really do in a really quick time. And let me let me start over with the story and how I basically came to this creative process. So what happened was I saw in the calendar that my grandma's 80th birthday was coming up in two weeks. And I just thought to myself, like, I always think like what kind of gift will I like get a person and it came up to me like especially with an 80 year old like woman like what do you want to give her like do you want to give her like a coupon for anything like do you want to just draw her a picture or something and basically what I came up with was I thought it was a really cool idea to create a photo book or basically like a coffee table book of old photos of her and try to tell a story with that because I think that's just something really emotional because it's really tied to her life and her past and I just thought that it would be really great to do a project like this at the same time also I was excited about the idea of creating a book a photo book so basically what I came up with is I wanted to create a coffee table book for my grandma and it should contain any old pictures of her but what I wanted to put in it I wasn't absolutely unsure in the beginning so I kind of like asked around in the family and everybody was like yeah just just put a bunch of pictures in there but obviously if you know me i'm not that guy that just put puts pictures in like a photo book that costs like 80 bucks i really wanted to create something special and i just every time i see any creative opportunity i just jump at it and try to like build something there and it's really interesting because first I was shy, like last week I talked about me being better at optimizing and not so good at starting something and that's the same thing when it comes to like designing or a creative process like the absolute beginning where you basically have a blank page like a white page nothing there and you can basically in theory can do anything and that was really interesting to see that I was just basically asking around the family and everyone was just like really, I don't want to say uncreatively, but like basically uncreatively as saying like, okay, just put a bunch of pictures in there. It's going to be fine. She's going to be happy. But you know, I'm just not that person that does that. Like when there's a creative opportunity, I want to create something, something great, especially if I have the time. So what I basically came up with is I need to tell a story with the pictures that I will put in this book. That was basically like the agenda that I set for this creative process or for this gift that I not only wanted to show pictures, I wanted to tell a story. And like, obviously, if you think like, who's going to actually read this book or like look at this book because it only contains pictures, no text. Basically, everyone is only going to be like the family that's going to look at this book. But anyways, at at the same time, I just thought to myself, like, no, I'm not just gonna, like, put any random pictures where she maybe looks good or where she smiles. Like, 
something you have to know like my grandma has a really good sense of fashion so i thought about maybe do i am i gonna do like 50 the 50 best outfits my grandma ever like did and then i thought like i don't know i wanted to do something different and then I sort of like with creative processes is most of the time that you don't really know in the beginning and you kind of stumble around. That's basically what I did, like asking the family, not being really on being unsure. But I knew that I wanted to have a story and not only put pictures in a book. And what I basically came up with through just looking in the photo archive was I wanted to. So I basically came up with this premise that I wanted to tell the story of my grandma's and grandpa's marriage or like love story, but not just like in a like Hollywood or Disney love story. I wanted to kind of like do a little twist and show it from her perspective for the perspective of a woman that was born in the 1940s, around that time, 1950s. And I wanted to tell a story that mainly focuses on her. And I wanted to like basically make the whole book come off as it's a story that's been told from her perspective. And you know, I'm actually right now really like super obsessed with perspective. And that's why I wanted to also include this in this story, basically telling the story of a woman that gets to know a man and then basically gets married and gets kids. And it's not really like a like super complicated story with like um, 20 different characters. It's, it's a basic love story, but I just wanted to have some sense behind putting these pictures in this book. So basically what I came up with is I wanted to tell the story of her perspective and for that reason I basically went into my grandma's basement where they kept all their like photo books, dias and old films even. Like I did a lot of work actually. And the way that it went down because the birthday is coming up in now like I'm recording this on Sunday so it's coming up in less than a week. But when I started this process it was like around two weeks ago. Sorry, it, it was two weeks before her birthday and that's when I was waiting that she's going to leave the house and I basically parked like, I think like far, far away from her house so she won't see if I stand there with the car, but I would see when she leaves the car. Sorry, when she leaves the house. So she basically left the house and I got the keys obviously and stepped in, basically kind of felt like a thief at some point, but that's just what I had to go through. And then I went in the basement and found all these old pictures. And I thought I'm gonna like find like three photo books and I'm just gonna scan them through completely and that's gonna be it. And I'm gonna be telling the story with that. Basically what happened is I went in the basement, I knew the room where like they kept all the photos and the photo books and DS and stuff. And what I found was basically 20 photo books, I don't know, like 20 or like around 30 boxes of old DS and old film. That's basically what I ended up with. And what you need to know is last summer I like digitalized a lot of other dias from my grandpa so i already had an archive of old pictures so i basically have like this archive of old pictures on like this hard drive and i also added like these 20 photo books and other stuff to this whole repertoire of old content basically like old images from the past that i'm I can basically like draw from and tell the story. So I basically have a lot of material and from there can select all the pieces of the puzzle that I can tell the story with. 
And basically, I came up with this premise, and from there, I was just like scanning through the whole archive, like all these photo books, and basically was telling the story from her perspective. So I really focus it, focus the design from her eyes. So basically, like the cover, for example, is a big letter, like their family name letter, and then in the Inside of the D is like capital D. You can see a picture of them. But for example, because the story focuses on her, you she basically takes up a bigger part of the image that is being presented there than him. And this goes out through this goes through the whole book. And basically, for example, also another thing that I did was when I. I didn't put every picture on like full page. Some pictures I really cropped them down so they have like space around them. For example, for her, when I showed a picture of her or from her perspective, it had a black background. And when it was purely from his perspective, like from my grandpa, I chose a white background. So I kind of play with that and I try to really make a story there that someone that skims through this book is not really supposed to notice but just kind of like maybe thinks about like did he like intend to do that or is that like just did that just happen and i just really wanted to put intent and a reason behind every choice where i put a picture there or what was the intent behind putting this picture in this page and really cropping it down so it's really really small basically behind every decision that went into the design you could say of this book had some intent behind it and i was super in, in like super obsessed with that idea of like having intent behind the creative process and that's basically probably what artists do or maybe not maybe that's just one i don't know i really don't know that's just how i wanted to do it i just really wanted to say like Behind every single decision in this book, there's intent. I had an idea that I wanted to get across, and that's what I tried with this. And now comes the really, really interesting part. Because with any creative process, that's basically, I think, also the struggle. Because when you start off with a creative process, most of the time, if it's not like business-related, so, for example, design, when you design a website, then you have like some type of objectives that drives that design. So basically, so you, for example, would have a content strategy there where you figure out like what their customers want to like get information on, what their intent is. And then it's not, in my opinion, like a truly creative process. For me, if you would ask me right now, that might change over the past, like in the future for sure. But right now, a truly creative process would be for me if you start off with a white page when there's blank, when there's nothing. And that's basically what happened there. And then you have to sort of figure out like, okay, I could potentially do everything inside that canvas. And for example, like this book obviously had some limitations because it's not like in Photoshop, for example, where you have an unlimited canvas in theory, but like if you look at the proportions, you basically have an unlimited canvas. You could put together different images. So it is definitely not limited. With a book, in theory, you could have like 3,000 pages, but obviously like when you want to stay in some sort of price range and stuff, and when you when you want to like have it as a normal book, you have some limitations like of 50 pages, 100 pages, like around that. You, you, you kind of get what I'm saying, hopefully. So, and the also really interesting part of this craze, 
creative process and I think when for example like a painter draws an image he doesn't really have a deadline and that was the interesting part that I had in this creative process and why it was so interesting to me to work against this deadline so I knew but things coming up in two weeks I need to basically order this book it needs to be like created and then shipped and that means there's going to be a processing time until it arrives at our home so that meant I need to first look for like great manufacturer that's going to like make this book and when I have that I need to look at the shipping times and figure out like okay when is basically the deadline where I need to finish this project and hand it over to them so it arrives on time for her birthday so I basically around figured that out in some type of form and way and then I knew okay on Friday at 12 o'clock this book needs to be sent over to them or it will not arrive on her birthday and that meant I basically had three days left where I could hand this book over to them and basically finish come up with a design put it in a program and hand it over to them pay for it and then it will basically arrive on her birthday okay so I had left three days where I need to find all the pictures I need to edit all the pictures because a lot of them were like scratchy or were completely dirty and I needed to clean them up in Photoshop that took a lot of time obviously and you know there were different things like different jobs that needed to be handled for example if I have a dirty image I need to clean it that's really really simple but with the design actually like design of the book that usually if people design coffee table books I don't think that they have three days usually I at least don't hope that for them but I think usually people have a lot of more time when they want to do it at that I don't want to say it at that type of level but basically that's what I mean like at that level of like having intent behind design and I felt like okay it's a challenge and I want to take that challenge because I feel I like I never had a creative process with that line so I for example have this really creative process where I shared my story of me dropping out of school like this YouTube video and I didn't have a deadline there because why would I do a bad deadline when I want to make it perfect and I think like because perfection stands in the way of a creative process or especially like when you look at the content creation space if you put deadlines in place that might really help you and I was really everyone was saying like oh gosh three days like you need to work like a fucking motherfucker like it's gonna be super hard but I just thought you know what fuck it I I want to work against this deadline I want to finish this book and I want design with intent delivered on Friday at 12 and that's what I wanted to do so I was really actually hyped about this challenge and about this deadline that I had to work against and I think it's just basically like in every single creative process or basically in every work that you have a deadline you basically work 50 percent 60 and the closer the deadline comes the harder you work and that was basically what happened there on friday i literally woke up at eight i like went to bed a bit later on thursday so i had to wake up at eight i literally jumped on a computer and knew and i knew that i only had like four hours left so that meant 
four hours. I need to finish this book. The like overall design is ready. There's some parts missing. But for example, I didn't have almost like, I think I had 10% of the editing that needed to be done on the images ready. That meant on Friday until 12, within four hours, I needed to clean up around 90% of the images. Okay, well, that was a mess, but I eventually ended up delivering at exact 12 a.m. That meant that I finished this book, this creative process, and I just felt like amazing, actually. And I'm and because that was so successful, quote unquote, and because I had so much fun, I actually felt like, you know what? I want to work with more deadlines. It was really a great fucking experience. And I want to do some things, some like creation with deadlines. I need to work with, with more deadlines because if I would be completely drowned out, and I kind of was, but like drowned out in a f- like psychological bad way i obviously wouldn't want to do that challenge but because that wasn't the case and i just had to work really hard but at the same time really loved the process of working hard i just felt like okay fuck you know what i need to work with more deadlines and that's what i want to get you across here like it doesn't have to be like a creative process if it is then it's i think perfect it could be with any type of work that you don't need to do but you need to do get like closer to your goals. So for example, when you start a business, technically you don't need to do anything. If you want the business to work, then you obviously need to do something. And for example, if you do work for a client, you have these deadlines. And when it comes to like doing something for yourself and this was in some type of way for myself because I really wanted to design this book, you need to work with deadlines. I think that helps a lot. And I actually heard that from a lot of other people that are really successful or like at least working for over 10 years that are like deep into their careers. And they just always remind, remind me of, you need to work with deadlines or you don't need to, just try it the fuck out. Like try deadlines. And that's what I wanted to tell you here. And what I'm like currently really obsessed with is working with deadlines. That was really amazing. And I want to get shift this over a little bit to my next YouTube journey and the way I thought about YouTube because currently I don't really have a YouTube strategy in place. And that the the strategy is always such a like woo woo word, but. Basically, what it means is that I don't know what the fuck I want to post on YouTube. That's what I mean when I say you tell to tell you that I don't have YouTube strategy. I don't know what the fuck I want to do on YouTube. And obviously, like I want to create a, I want to build this creative or social media marketing agency, and that means I need to do social media marketing on YouTube. Wow, really interesting. That would be, for example, my niche. But I just felt like I want to share more. For example, I want to share this creative process of me designing this coffee table book. I wanted to share that. And I just felt like, fuck, why don't I just share the stuff that I want to share? Like, for example, this photo book, or I want to talk about why it's so important to create a good thumbnail. Or the other day, I want to talk about something else. And I just felt like, fuck, 
I just need to fucking create this video. I just need to share and not like have so much like limited mindset and they're like, I need to do social media marketing. Like, obviously it would be kind of ideal to do that. And at some point I obviously want to do that, but why don't I just do more videos and like kind of see what takes off from there. So that's also what I tried to implement this week, like the upcoming week is just doing a bunch of YouTube videos that I have fun doing. Like that's basically why I'm doing all of this shit. I want to have fun doing stuff. So that's also like the next YouTube strategy that I want to do. So it's at this point, not really a strategy, like saying I can do basically every single YouTube video that I want to do. But I have like these two ideas. The first one is about the coffee table book. When it arrives, I basically want to like tell this whole story again that I just shared with you and maybe like put more visuals in there so you can really see how I did all this and basically like also designed it. And also the other thing is I want to round up like cool hit hip hop songs that I listen to at the moment. So basically like my th- this week's top five hip hop new songs or new picks up pickups or this week's jam sessions with the 10 new songs that I discovered. Basically like that's like the two videos that I'm going to do right now. Also, I just came back. That's just another quick story. I just came back from Oktoberfest in Munich, had a really great time there. And we went with my grandpa because he's basically, um, he's from Munich and around three, two to three years, my grandma died. And we just really felt like it's a great opportunity to visit, visit him and also go to Oktoberfest and just have a great time. And that's basically what ended up like happening. We had a really great time visiting him and also going to Oktoberfest. The weather was absolutely insane. Like it's autumn, but it's always like for Oktoberfest, you always have good weather. I think I never went to Oktoberfest and there was bad weather. So basically what you need to know, like when I go to like every like festivals like that with all these big attractions, like there's these things that like, I don't know, like take you up like 300 meters in the air. I'm not really that type of guy that likes to do this shit. And whenever I say that I'm not that type of guy, I know that I need to question that. Like, why the hell am I not that type of guy? Like, why would I not do X, Y, Z that I just said? And basically we went yesterday on Saturday and we were just looking at all the attractions at all the big beer tents. And when we went today, we saw this huge ass fucking roller coaster. And, you know, when you go to any like um, park like Disney World, I, I, I think Disney World is not that bad. Universal Studios or like really these attraction parks. God damn it. They have these like insane roller coasters. And on Oktoberfest is like maybe like, oh, I don't know, like a version that's not that bad like in these attraction parks but still at the same time it's really really crazy so we went there on Oktoberfest today and we just saw this huge huge roller coaster and the name was like some type of like Olympia rings and if you think about the Olympia logo it basically has these five colored links sorry five colored rings and that's basically what this roller coaster had. 
it had five fucking loopings. And I never went on any type of roller coaster. Like, of course, like on a really small one, I've been at some time, but not like on an actual, like, really, like, modern and death and threatening roller coaster. So basically, my grandpa, like, picked us up. We went there and he said, like, boys, we're gonna go on there. And I was like, hell no. My brother was like, never, ever, ever will I go on this roller coaster. And he was like, oh, fuck yeah, we will go on that roller coaster. And then again, like, as I just mentioned, I thought like, no, I'm not that type of guy. I don't go on like roller coasters. It's like way too crazy for me. But then it was like, again, as I just mentioned, fuck, why not? Why don't I just jump over like this fear you could call it of or of this stigma of I'm not that type of guy? Why am I not that type of guy? Fuck yeah, I'm just gonna do it, you know? I'm fucking scared of it. It looks horrible. I think I will feel terrible after it. But you know what? If my grandpa says that we're gonna go in there, like if someone motivates me to do that, then fuck it, let's go, yeah. Just jump at it. And my brother was like this is not gonna happen for me you guys can go and he thought that i wouldn't go because you said you know like usually i'm not that type of guy but this time i just said like you know what fuck it we're gonna go on there and basically he was counting on me that i was basically in the last minute gonna drop out and say like fuck no this looks way too horrible i'm gonna feel terrible after this i don't want to do this but this time i just said like you know what my grandma, mo- grandpa motivated me, us or me to go in there. You know what? Let's just fucking do it. And then he was like, oh, no, that means that I need to go too because he can be like outside and like look at us. He just tried to fall back on me and he counted on me like on not going. But then I basically like switched on him and said like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go in there. We need to go in there. Well, we went It was kind of crazy, kind of insane the first time, but at the end of the day, it wasn't that bad. And that is really the story that I want to share with you again of having this fear. And whenever you say, like, I'm not the type of guy or girl, like, or if you say, like, "Mm, nah, not really, that's not for me, try to question that. Like, why the fuck would that not be for you if other people do that? And I think, like, obviously, when it comes to drugs or something, I think you need to take this to some extent, like, with limitations. But even with drugs, like, I, I'm not saying that you need to become a drug addict. I just want to tell you, like, for example, if I say I don't go to clubs, like, why not? Just try it out one time. You don't need to become, like, a full, like, weekend goer. Like, you're going to be, like, there 24-7, but why don't you just try it out for one time and then see like if it's actually that bad or like how will you deal with the things that happen there so that's basically what i want to get to you across that whenever you say that that's not for me or i'm not that type of guy just question that and basically do the exact opposite three stories that i wanted to share with you this week and i'm really excited that i'm really 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 consistent with this podcast and i just i wanted to like kind of go into bed now because i'm really tired after this like really exciting day but i thought like you know what you know what no because 
I want to stay consistent with that. I think it's the third week that I do this weekly roundup and I'm really excited to be doing it. So that rounds up this weekly roundup. I'm excited that you guys are on this podcast and I really hope that you keep at it. And because I really like sharing my like thoughts and rounding up the last week. So thanks for listening to this podcast episode and see you in the next one, probably next week. Bye.